Good morning, everyone. And a very warm welcome to worship on Palm Sunday. How good it is to see the church gathering together in one place. There are palm crosses on the seats in front of you. I place them there on Friday with sanitised hands. If you wish, please take one away with you. This week, we're holding two joint services of worship for Holy Week with Glenburn Parish Church. On Tuesday evening, we will worship here in Stowbray, and on Thursday, we will worship in Glenburn Parish Church. Both services will be at 7 p.m., and you will need to book a space by phoning the usual number the day before. As you know, the service of union will take place on Thursday, the 15th of April at 7 p.m., in Glenburn Parish Church. The number of people who will be able to attend in person will be limited. The service will be live streamed, but the number of people who will be able to be in the building will be limited. So if you wish to attend this service in person, please phone the usual booking number on Thursday the 8th or Friday the 9th of April. And we'll take a note of names and we'll let you know afterwards whether you have a space or not. And these, no, one other intimation. <clears throat> one of the things that I had said a while ago that I would do would be to set up a memorial book with the names of people of this congregation and associated with it who have died. I started it from the beginning of 2020 and it's now sitting on the table here with today's, well, this week's page is open and we'll add to that as we go and it's a nice way to remember the folks who were part of this congregation and who now have gone before us to be in glory with their Lord. These are all the intimations. Let us come with enthusiasm to meet the Lord today wherever we are. Let us pour out our love and our praise and bring the best we can offer to our generous God. Let us bow down and worship God in the hymn 356, meekness and majesty, manhood and deity, in perfect harmony, the man who is God, Lord of eternity, dwells in humanity, kneels in humility and washes our feet. Father's pure radiance, perfect in innocence, yet learns obedience to death on a cross, suffering to give us life, conquering through sacrifice, and as they crucify, praise, Father, forgive. Oh, what a mystery, meekness and majesty, bow down and worship, for this is your God. Hymn number 356.
now we come to God in prayer. Let's pray. God, our Father, enshrined in mystery, we adore you. Closing our eyes, we seek you within and praise you for meeting us wherever we are. God the Son, riding on a colt, we adore you. We praise you for your generous love, one with us. God the Holy Spirit, guiding and inspiring us, we adore you. Through you we praise the mystery and the majesty, born in frail flesh, suffered and died and rose again. Father, Son and Holy Spirit, in adoration we celebrate your victory. Lord God, in our mind's eye, eager to be like that first Palm Sunday crowd, we picture ourselves casting our cloaks before Jesus and joining the celebration. Would we, though, if it were to happen today, an impoverished preacher on the humblest of beasts, would we cast our finest before him, tear off our wool and cashmere coats, our leather jackets, and throw them down for his donkey to trample? We confess, Lord, that we would probably be reluctant to leave our homes. We confess that we are carried away by stories and the seeming romance of them. These people threw their prized possessions before Jesus, giving the best they had. Forgive us for holding back so much from him and help us to celebrate with all that we have. We have held back and we're holding back possessions and money and commitment. Lord, thank you for forgiving us when we have been mean with our attitude. For Jesus forgives us and opens our hearts and our minds to how we should think and feel. Lord, thank you for forgiving us when we have withheld our possessions. Jesus, who had nothing, forgives us and shows us how to share. Lord, thank you for forgiving us when we have kept ourselves to ourselves. Jesus, who lived and died for others, forgives us and calls us to join him. Lord, hear us now as we pray together in the words Jesus taught, praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. I've brought with me a number of little flags today. And you know, I've said I've missed the children, but I've actually missed preparing things as well. So it was good last night sitting, finishing these off. Some of the flags are quite unusual. I'm not going to ask if you know which one is which because you're probably better at it than me. <laughs> Most of the flags are rectangular, but this one is the only square flag, Switzerland. 
This one is the only non-quadrilateral. Mmm. Nepal, apparently. I was surprised when I looked at the flags that so many of them are red, white and blue, like the Union Jack. Countries have their own flags, which sometimes tells us something about that country. We all know that the Union flag, or Union Jack, is made up of the flags of St Andrew, St George and St Patrick, layered one on top of the other. The flag of the United States, which I didn't print, has got 13 stripes representing the first 13 states and the 50 stars represent the current 50 states. Flags can tell us so much about their country. The Canadian flag with its maple leaf on it and some, just some other more different ones. But there's one flag I've got here that is very different. And it's not the flag of one country or one nation. It's the Olympic flag with the five rings representing the five continents. And the colours of these rings can be found on the flags, in all sorts of flags of the countries of the world. But when you go to sporting events like the Olympics and many other things, people are very passionate about their country and they want to wave and fly their flags because it's a joyous and happy occasion. And we've all been places where we've seen flags being waved and I'm sure some of us have been places and waved flags. But today's Bible passage, the people of Jerusalem and the surrounding areas, well, they were passionate about Jesus and who he was. And they were happy and they wanted to show him their support. Well, they didn't have flags to wave, but let's listen and hear what they did. We're going to hear the story of Jesus coming into Jerusalem and this will be read for us by Muriel. Our Bible reading this morning is from Mark chapter 11, verses 1 to 11. They were now approaching Jerusalem, and when they reached Bethphage and Bethany, close by the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. Go into the village opposite, he told them, and just as you enter, you will find tethered there a colt, which no one has yet ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Say, the master needs it and will send it back here without delay. So they went off and found the colt outside in the street, tethered beside a door. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders asked, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them and were allowed then to take it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and when they had spread their cloaks on it, he mounted it. Many people carpeted the road with their cloaks while others spread greenery which they had cut in the fields. And those in front and those behind, behind shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David, which is coming. Hosanna in the heavens. He entered Jerusalem 
and went into the temple. He looked around at everything. Then, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Muriel. We continue in our worship with hymn 367, Hosanna, loud Hosanna. Hosanna, loud Hosanna, the little children sang. Through pillared court and temple, the lovely anthem rang. To Jesus, who had blessed them, close folded to his breast, the children sang their praises, the simplest and the best. Hosanna in the highest, that ancient song we sing, for Christ is our Redeemer, the Lord of heaven, our King. Oh, may we ever praise him with heart and life and voice, and in his blissful presence eternally rejoice. The hymn 367. Sunday to Good Friday, what a difference a week makes. Today has two different names in the church calendar. This is Palm Sunday or Passion Sunday. The name Passion Sunday reminded me of my visit to Oberammergau for the Passion Play in 2010. Not surprisingly, the play moved me and it still remains in my memory. But aside from the play, I have a lasting memory of a sculpture that was on display in the village. This sculpture was of a cross, a simple cross with many hands carved into it. Christ's cross and many hands. And this week, the week from today to Easter Sunday, has so many stories of hands. Hands that helped and hands that hurt and hands which were indifferent. Many hands played a part in Christ's passion and crucifixion. Kind hands and cruel hands, unknown hands and loved ones' hands, friends' hands and strangers' hands, a tangled web of hands 
each hand with its own part to play in the final days of Christ's earthly life. Before we meet here again next Sunday, much will happen to Christ. Some of us will worship at Holy Week services, but some of us may be unable to do so. So with this in mind, I would like us to take a journey from Palm Sunday to Good Friday to remember the journey that Jesus made. For me, my memories of Palm Sunday are of being in church with the children coming in down through the church waving their palm branches. I have been in one church where they were led by a donkey into church. And I don't know whether that's something that ever happened here, but, but it did in some places. And this morning, but the, you know, with all these memories of Palm Sunday, and as we remember Christ's entry into Jerusalem. And this morning in this space, your hands may have reached out to pick up a palm cross. And on Palm Sunday, Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a colt, on a donkey. And Mark's gospel tells us that this donkey had never been ridden before, and so was especially suited to the sacredness of the occasion. By riding on a donkey, Jesus showed that he came in peace. For donkeys in the Middle East were, were ridden by kings, but they were ridden by kings only when that king was coming in peace. A king coming ready for war would ride on a horse. But Jesus, Jesus came in peace. He came in peace on a donkey. Jesus rode into Jerusalem in broad daylight. He didn't slip into the city quietly or under cover of darkness. He came courageously. He came courageously wanting to be seen. And when Jesus approached Jerusalem, hands were used to cut down palm branches and to spread these branches along with people's cloaks onto the road. Hands were used to welcome this king coming in peace this king whom the people welcomed with cries of Hosanna. But as we travel through the week from today to the cross, from Palm Sunday to Good Friday, let's briefly meet and reflect on some of the other hands which may have played a part in that final week of Jesus' earthly life. We will read of Jesus' hands overturning the tables of the money changers in the temple. Three sets of hands. The ordinary people's hands, the worshippers' hands, seeking to change money or to buy a dove for their offering as they entered the temple to celebrate the Passover, simply wanting to do what was right. The money changers' hands, grasping more than their fair share, robbing the poor. And Jesus' hands, Jesus' hands seeking to prevent exploitation of the ordinary people who had come to worship, seeking to keep the temple holy. Hands, ordinary hands, robbing hands, hands seeking righteousness and justice. The hands of a woman, possibly Mary, Martha's sister, breaking open a jar of expensive perfume and anointing Jesus' head and feet. Questions were asked about the sense of this. 
Could the perfume have been sold and the money raised to help the poor? Do we ask this same question today? Jesus explained that what Mary did was right. The gospel tells us that Jesus said, she has done a beautiful thing to me. These hands prepared Jesus' body for burial. Yet another confirmation of the fate which awaits Christ. Mary's hands, extravagant, loving hands. Judas Iscariot's hands, reaching out and receiving 30 pieces of silver in payment for handing Jesus over to the chief priests and the temple guard. Judas's hands, greedy, grasping, bargaining, betraying hands. The disciples' hands, Passover hands, preparing and serving the Passover meal, doing the day-to-day -day chores. Serving hands, ordinary, everyday hands. Jesus' hands, washing the disciples' feet. Caring hands, gentle hands, considerate hands, servant hands. Last Supper hands, Jesus' hands breaking bread and taking the cup of wine. The bread and the cup passed between the disciples' hands on the journey round the table. The hands from which we inherit the tradition, the feast we still share which we shared earlier this month. Jesus' hands, serving hands, sharing hands, commanding hands, do this in remembrance of me. Judas's hands, throwing back the 30 pieces of silver, repentant hands, remorseful hands, ashamed hands. Hands which went on to take his own life. Pilate's hands. Washed hands. Desperate hands. Desperate to pass on the responsibility for Jesus. Responsibility he denied and handed over to the crowd. Washed hands. Clean hands. Or soiled hands. Simon of Cyrene's hands, carrying Christ's cross, working hands, blistered hands, calloused hands, coerced hands. The hands of Veronica, who perhaps wiped the sweat away from Jesus' face as he walked the way to the cross. Veronica's hands, sensitive hands, perceptive hands, caring hands. Soldiers' hands, stripping Christ of his clothing, flogging him, dressing him in scarlet, writing the sign, King of the Jews, drawing lots for his clothing. Ultimately, the hands which hammered the nails into Christ's hands and feet. Soldiers' hands, obedient hands, gambling hands, Mocking hands, cruel hands. 
strangers' hands, offering wine vinegar to drink. Hands that did nothing to stop the crucifixion, but did offer comfort to a dying man. Mary, his mother, standing at the foot of the cross. Mary's hands, anguished hands, praying hands. Soldiers' hands, wielding a spear, piercing Jesus' side, checking he is dead. Impatient hands or kind hands? Jesus' hands, outstretched hands, pierced hands, bleeding hands, hurting hands. Jesus' hands nailed to the cross for you and for me. Joseph of Arimathea's hands, lowering Christ from the cross, wrapping his body in burial cloths, tenderly laying him in the tomb, rolling the stone across the entrance to the tomb. Joseph's hands, tender hands, caring hands, loving hands, brave hands. Hands, so many hands, kind hands, cruel hands, unknown hands, loved ones' hands, friends' hands, strangers' hands, weak hands, strong hands, passionate hands, indifferent hands, human hands, Christ's hands, your hands, my hands, an intermingled web of hands, whether these are the hands of Holy Week, of history, or of today, or of tomorrow, we are here to remember Christ's passion, Christ's love for each and every one of us, the love which calls us to use our hands to tell of Christ's life, death, and resurrection. Over the next week, take the opportunity to read the Gospel, to read the Gospel from Palm Sunday to Good Friday, to hear the voices change, to change from Hosanna to crucify him, to see the hands change from waving in welcome to being raised in anger, to picture Christ on the back of a donkey, to Christ being laid to rest in the tomb. What a difference a week makes. Amen. Our next hymn is a hymn, a modern hymn by John Bell and Graham Mall. Ride on, ride on, the time is right. The roadside crowds scream with delight. Palm branches mark the pilgrim way where beggars squat and children play. Ride on, ride on, your critics wait. Intrigue and rumour circulate. New lies abound in word and jest and truth becomes a suspect guest. 
Ride on, ride on, while well aware that those who shout and wave and stare are mortals who, with common breath, can crave for life and lust for death. Ride on, ride on, though blind with tears, though dumb to speak and deaf to jeers. Your path is clear, though few can tell, their garments pave the road to hell. Ride on, ride on, the room is let, the wine matured, the saw is wet, and dice your death throws shall attend, though faith, not fate, dictates your own, your end. Ride on, ride on, God's love demands, justice and peace lie in your hands. Evil and angel voices rhyme, this is the man and this the time. The hymn 370, ride on, ride on, the time is right. made our offerings and now we come to God in prayer with our prayers of dedication, our prayers of thanksgiving and our prayers for the world. Let's pray. Lord God, we have put our hands into our pockets and given of our money. We have put our hands to use and given of our skills. Bless all that we offer. Use all that we offer to help grow your kingdom to help serve others, to share your love, we pray. Lord God, we put our hands together in prayer to pray for your world, for your peoples. We thank you for people who use their hands for the benefit of others, for those who give vaccines, for those who stack shelves, for those who teach children, we thank you for all who use their hands to care for others, to prepare food, 
to wash faces, hands and feet, to wipe away tears. Lord, not all hands are kind hands. We hear of hands being used to hurt one another. And today we pray for the people of Myanmar caught up in dreadful violence and for those closer to home who live with violence in their own homes. Lord, we pray for all who are ill or frail and who need others' hands to care for them. We've lived with the restrictions of coronavirus for over a year. So today, let us remember all who are mourning the death of a beloved family member, those who have been unable to sit beside a dying family member, unable to stretch out their hands in love. We thank you for your promise that those who mourn will be comforted. In a moment of silence, we bring you our own personal prayers. Lord God, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And we thank you that you are with us. And we pray your blessing on all your people at Stowbray and Glenburn as we seek to join together as Paisley St George's. And may we all be blessed with the fruits of your spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord and Saviour. Amen. We close this morning's service of worship with hymn 363. We have a gospel to proclaim. We have a gospel to proclaim. Good news for all throughout the earth. The gospel of a Saviour's name. We sing his glory, tell his worth. Tell of his death at Calvary hated by those he came to save, in lonely suffering on the cross, for all he loved, his life he gave. Now we rejoice to name him King, Jesus is Lord of all the earth. This gospel message we proclaim, we sing his glory, tell his worth. Hymn number 363.
If you're able and you'd like to, would you please stand for God's blessing? Gracious God, we thank you for bringing us together today. We bless you for being our hero and the focus of our praise. Send us out of this place full of love, joy and hope. Let our enthusiasm be infectious to those we meet and may others be drawn to you, especially in this most holy of weeks. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, rest and remain with you and all those whom you love, this day and forevermore. Thank mm -hmm. you.